together growing in faith changing communities my dear brothers and sisters today i would like us to reflect on the gospel of john chapter 7 from verse 40 to verse 43 at that time when they heard the words of jesus some of the people said this is really the prophet others said this is the christ but some said is the christ to come from galilee has not the scripture said that the Christ is descended from David and comes from Bethlehem, the village where David was? So there was a division among the people over him. Some of them wanted to arrest him, but no one dared to lay hands on him. And so the officers went back to the chief priests and the Pharisees who had said to them, Why did you not bring him? The officers answered, No man ever spoke like this man. The Pharisees answered them, Are you also led astray? Have any of the authorities or the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd, who do not know the law, are accursed. Nicodemus, we had gone to him before, and who was one of them, said to them, Does our law judge a man? without first giving him a hearing and learning what he does. They replied, Are you also from Galilee? Search and you will see that no prophet is to arise from Galilee. They went each to his own house. Interesting reading. You, you, you find quite a number of issues here that are being brought by the author. The first one is that when they heard the words of Jesus. This is interesting because they're hearing the words of Jesus. But go back to John chapter 1. This is in, ver in chapter 7, verse 40, verse 40. But if you go to John chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 14. In the beginning was the word. They are now hearing the words of Jesus. In verse 14 of chapter 1, the word became flesh. The word became Jesus and lived among us. Now, the author plays with words. That they are hearing the words of Jesus. One is made to believe they are hearing the words that he utters through his mouth. But the author is also saying Jesus is speaking because Jesus is the word himself. He is speaking through his own actions. So what we're hearing and getting here is that what he says, it's who he is. Who he is, it's what he believes. What he believes, it's how he live his life. So there is no confusion about what Jesus preaches, what Jesus stands for, and who Jesus is. He's quite clear. And this is an important trait in a human person. For people to know where you stand on the matter. That people are able to respect a person who's able to make a decision. A person who's able to become clear of what they want and what they stand for. 
Because quite a number of us as human beings tend to do things so that we please someone else. We tend to do things for peace sake. We tend to do things even though we are compromising the truth. But now the first thing here that we pick up from Jesus, his words are his life. He becomes what he speaks. And that becomes an honorable person. Now they are hearing his words and having heard his words, they say this is a prophet. Some say, no, this is not just a prophet. This is the Christ. This is the Messiah. This is the anointed one. This is the one we have been waiting for. Because of what he speaks. His life speaks volumes. And I think to a large degree, that's what we are called to become. That people upon meeting us, they must want to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Upon observing and watching our lives, they must want to enter into a relationship with our God. And imagine if I became that kind of a person. The one who is truthful. Who's faithful. Who's forgiving. Who's loving. Who's kind. Who's generous. That in my way, in all that I do, somehow there's an element of God. That people can see the face of Christ. That people can be attracted to the values of Christ in our lives. With our friends. With our colleagues. With our families. There's something else here which is also interesting. While others are seeing him as a prophet, others are seeing him as the Messiah... But there's also another group that says he cannot be the prophet. He cannot be the Messiah. And not because of what he says, but because of where he comes from. And this is a danger that we tend to fall under. It's a trap. I judge a person by his past. I judge her because of where she comes from. And so I'm not willing to accept her. I'm not willing to work with him. I'm not willing to see the workings of God in his or her own life because of their past. Because of where they come from. And Jesus is able to allow us to say, we need to be open that God can work in and through us and God can lead us to something greater greater than ourselves, and we need to accept that. And many people in life, they get stuck on what is not important. They are stuck that Jesus is not from Bethlehem. They are stuck on a preconceived idea that the Messiah has to come from Bethlehem. 
But we make a mistake without believing that God can work his own things in his own time and God does not need to follow our structure. He doesn't need to do what pleases us. He is God. And so you see this in the person of Jesus that as he stands for the truth and as he reveals his truth to others, am I willing to see the truth? But we also see this in our own lives where you find people who will refuse to meet the Lord because of their own issues, who refuse to be touched by God because of their own preconceived and prejudices, preconceived ideas. And so they return back to their to their elders and they say to them, well, why didn't you arrest them? And they say, but we could not because we've never met someone who speaks so profoundly. How many of us have fallen trap into doing that which we know is wrong just because we don't want to lose face? How many of us have fallen trap into wanting to convince our friends at the expense of the truth? How many people have lost good relationships with their families because they wanted to fit in with their friends? How many marriages have fallen apart, are destroyed because a person has chosen friends over family? And so you soon realize, am I loyal to the truth or am I loyal to my friends? Having met the truth, can I then choose to change certain behaviors, certain things about me so that I remain truthful to God? And they say to, to the authors and to the authorities, we could not see it. We could not do it because this man has not done anything. No man has ever spoke like this. But listen to what the chief priests and the Pharisees are saying. Are you also cursed? Are you also led astray? And that's the danger of being in authority without being led by God. Because if these men were truly aligned into God, were truly aligned into what God has revealed in the scriptures, they will have known that Jesus is the Son of God. But they refuse to do that. And sometimes we hold on to power, to authority, to positions, and we lose God. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.